you ever take an entrepreneurship class in a business school, one of the first things that the professor will tell you is that 96% of your startups will fail. 96%. That's a huge amount. And if you happen to get into one of these traditional startup accelerator programs, such as Y Combinator or Techstars, well, then that percentage of failure drops down to only around 93%. 93% of startups that went through Y Combinator did not reach an exit. They failed to reach an exit. So what this means is that there is a huge probability that the founder is going to fail. And if the founder is going to fail, then how are investors actually making any money? And the secret is investors, they're not investing just into you and your company. They're investing into a portfolio of similar founders and similar companies, knowing that 96% will fail and hoping the other 4% will make up for these losses. So what this means is that the entire startup industry is actually built around making the investor happy and it sets the founder up for failure. Everything in the startup industry, it's all about creating pitch decks for investors, creating business plans for investors and doing all these things for investors. But what about the founder? Does the founder actually have to fail? And the answer is no, the founder does not have to fail at such a high rate. The only reason that founders are failing at a 96% rate is because of the way that they're teaching entrepreneurship in a business school or in a traditional accelerator program. These programs are rigged by venture capitalists. It's venture capitalists who inform how these programs should go. So it's no surprise here that the education is tailored towards making the venture capitalists happy, not the founder. When I was working on my startup, it would be one thing after another, right? I would approach an investor in the entire business school setting. We focused on creating the perfect pitch deck. And then the next step was to go find an investor. And then once you find an investor, guess what? The investor is going to tell you, oh, where's your MVP? Go and build an MVP and then come talk to us. So you're like, okay, um, this is why I kind of came to you. How am I supposed to fund building this MVP without any investment? So instead of going to venture capitalists, you might go to your friends and family, your friends and family, they want to see you succeed. So they help seed your idea and you take this initial money and you start building out your MVP. After you built out your MVP, you take it back to the investors and then guess what? That's not good enough either. Now the investors are like, well, how do I know people are actually going to buy your MVP? Come back to me when you have some traction. So then you spend all this time working on building a community around your product, trying to get some traction. And you take this back to the investor saying, hey, we are ready. Let's take this out to the market. And then the investor is going to tell you, well, where's your revenue? I want to see that you're actually making money because I want to see that there's product market fit. And now you're thinking, well, if I have to make revenue and I could just do this by myself, then why did I waste all this time chasing the investor, chasing you, right? Why did I spend all this time when I could have just been focused on the customer set and generating revenue that I could have actually built something that has value instead of building something that is just a pitch deck sitting on a Dropbox folder on my computer, not making me any money. And that kind of hit me. I was like, okay, if investors are looking for revenue, if they already want to see traction, then what do I need an investor for? If there's startup founders that are actually going out and doing this, 
then why not focus on building up that customer list and then actually generating revenue? And what I've learned is that the mind shift needed for you to be able to do this is not to think about the millions of dollars, but to think about the millions of people. Once you start shifting your focus towards the people and start thinking about creating impact, then the money just comes. So this is what we're doing in the Vertical Liftoff Startup Accelerator program is we're actually focused on growing the customer list first and we do it in a way where we are creating a list of willing and able buyers so we can start generating revenue before we spend any money building a product and wasting money on development. And we can actually skip investor funding and keep total control of our vision. This is what this podcast is about. We are going to interview early stage startup founders who are still in the pre-seed stage to talk about what they're doing to change the game within the startup world without having to go to investors. When we talk about startup millions, we're not only talking about millions of dollars, but we're actually talking about millions of lives touched. Welcome to this podcast, Startup Millions. I am so excited to bring these interviews to you and let's see what we can learn and let's start building something.